0: Welcome to Werewolf the podcast, a retrospective podcast about Werewolf: The Apocalypse.
1: Imagine, imagine Atlantic City. Imagine HLGcon. The boardwalk, the beach, the hotels, the casinos. Imagine an old hotel, renovated, restored, open to the public in a way it never was before. Now imagine a series of quirky, intense, and interesting event rooms. Imagine the coolest bar you've ever wanted to host a LARP in. And that's the Showboat. HLGCon is happening October 12th through the 14th of 2018 in the Showboat Hotel and Resort in Atlantic City. We'll have LARP, tabletop, board games, and more. We've struck a deal with several LARP studios to run a blockbuster LARP, Pandemonium, That'll be unlike any other event in 2018. Find us on the web at hlgcon.com. Come join us. Imagine it. And we'll make it a reality. Hello and welcome to another episode of Werewolf the Podcast. This is your host, Josh Heath. Today we're going to be recording an episode on Fiona, the tribook book Fiona, for the second edition of Werewolf the Apocalypse. Now, I'm going to start off by saying that um, the Fianna, for those that might not know, are uh, ethnically tied to the Irish and, in general, to other Celtic groups. Now, the term Celtic groups is fraught, so I'll be very specific, or I'll try to be a little bit more specific in saying that the Fianna are tied to Ireland, some of Scotland, some parts of Ir- uh, some parts of England, I should say, um, and potentially connected to Spain, and then, of course, the Irish diaspora in the United States, Australia, um, New Zealand, and Canada, to name some specific places that are not the only locations the, the Irish diaspora has uh, gone to or moved to. So this tribe is pretty much... Um, the worst Irish stereotypes you can have, and I say that really bluntly because I'm frustrated a lot of times with the Fianna. I'm frustrated with some of the tribes in particular, but particularly the Fianna because White Wolf didn't even try to avoid going headfirst into the tropes of Irish um, culture or Irish people, any of the tropes that are out there about uh, the Irish being obnoxious drunks that likes to t- like to tell stories and get angry really easily. That's pretty much what the Fianna are. They're um, the ultimate galliards or storytellers of the Geru nation, and they have gifts that protect them from poison, and they drink a lot of alcohol, and they have relationships with fairies, and that's kind of the thing that we are supposed to be accepting as uh, the tribal way of life. And in the first edition or this edition of the tribe book, it's even worse in some ways because the Fianna are tied up in the struggles um, or the troubles, I should say. that Struggles is a different thing. The Irish troubles, the uh, Northern Ireland, Southern Ireland, or Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland uh, conflict that was going on for about 40 years um, and is now no longer a violent conflict but still a conflict between uh, the Protestant-Catholic divide within the Irish island. And I'm being kind of careful with my word choices here because I don't want my frustrations to change the meaning of any of the things that I'm bringing to the table here, Um, but I think they're all pretty important things to mention, talk about, um, discuss a little bit. The Fiana as a tribe uh, are a reference to uh, Cucullin and an Irish myth of the, uh, of a war band wearing wolf pelts and becoming like wolves when they went into battle. And that seems appropriate to a werewolf tribe, so it's not strange that that would be a, the callback that uh, was used for, um, for uh, Irish werewolves. Of course, one of the biggest struggles with the Werewolf the Apocalypse tribes is that some areas of the world have multiple tribes, and some have one over ridiculously large cultural differences. Um, so the Fianna share space with the Silverfangs and the Get of and the Bonars even, all which are in the British Isles, and it's like, why are there so many different werewolves in this small, in this relatively small space? But that's neither here nor there. Um, the Fianna are, as I mentioned, based on uh, Fian Macumel, or uh, Finn McCool, um, which also ties in to other Irish myths. And there, as a basis, as a basis of the war band and the basis of of werewolf myths, there's something cool there. There's some interesting um, story elements to dive into. And that could be a great thing for you to reference if you would like to run uh, a group of Fianna characters or you want to run a Chronicle centered around the Fianna. That said, um, I don't know, it's it's tough to talk about this book and this tribe in a way that doesn't get into the frustrations that are there for this um, for this first book, but it starts off uh, oh, you know, before we go too far, before I start ranting, I've already started ranting, but this is written by Harry Heckel. It came out in 1994. It's the fourth of the tribe books that came out. Actually, I take that back. This was published in 1995 as the fourth of the tribe books to have come out. Uh, It was developed by Bill Bridges. There was some additional material written by Fallon Doherty, John... Mad Sweeney Bridges, and the art direction was by Richard Thomas, and uh, there was art in here by Tony Deterlizzi. I can never say your name, Tony. I'm sorry. Um, Richard Kane Ferguson, and the cover art was done by Eileen E. Mills. So this book is our first, you know, deep presentation of the Fianna and it tells the history of the Fianna and how that ties into Irish history and history of um, some uh, level of oppression from the British Empire and what that meant to the Fianna and how they tried to fight against it. And it also connects into fights that were going on between the Silverfangs, the Fianna, and the uh, Black Spiral Dancers who used to be the White Howlers and were, which, if you look at the area the Picts supposedly lived in, which are the source story, source ethnic group for the uh, White Howlers and the Black Spiral Dancers, it's very close to Ireland and Scotland. So if you look at that and say, okay, well, the Fianna are there and the Black Spiral Dancers are there, they would obviously come into conflict very easily. There's also um, a lot of discussion in this book about the Fianna outside of Ireland, but it dwells a lot more on Ireland itself and on the disconnect between Fianna that were Catholic and that were Protestant. And I don't understand why that matters. I don't understand why that is a conflict that any Geru would care about. Even if it was a kinfolk thing and a family thing, on the religious side, the Geru don't believe in Jesus. So it's just a complete, almost waste of time, sort of focus for them to be separated by something that's ultimately bears no purpose on who they are as Garu. So I don't really understand why they decided to lean in on this, why will decided to lean in on this um, type of element for the Fianna. Um, I guess on some level it makes sense that some of the Fianna would have cared about it and there would have been um, a sense of nationalism going on, but it seems like it's overplayed, um, and I guess that's my biggest frustration uh, with this book and the Fianna in general in this early edition of the game. There are um, you know new gifts, rites, fetishes, and totems, and things like that. Some of them that are really good that are in this book that I would recommend if you were like, hey, I want something really specific to the tribe. You can dive into that and find that, but also... I would go with the revised version of this tribe book before I would uh, before I would suggest this first edition one. You know the Black Fury's tribe book. I would say okay, the first edition has something something special to it that you might not find in the revised version. Um, I would even say that the ch- child, the Children of Gaia one, the first edition has some interesting elements that revised you know builds out but maybe it would be useful to get that but i would not buy this book i would really recommend getting the revised fianna uh, tribe book which is a, a lot more balanced in how it presents the Fiona. it prevents uh people of irish descent and irish people from a perception that's not just focused on the troubles because honestly most irish people as impactful as the troubles are in their lives or were in their lives it's not the only thing they focused on so it's weird to have that just be this weird this this strong element i guess i I keep latching on to that because the first time i read this tribe book it turned me off to the tribe so much and there. I've played multiple Fianna. I have um, an interest in Irish mythology, not as strong as my interest in Norse mythology, and wait till we get to the Geta Fenris tribe book, because then I'll rant and rave. But for me, it was like, you're really creating uh, such a strong stereotype of a people in a way that it's hard to do anything else with. Um, Of course... Like I mentioned, they do talk about the Irish diaspora a bit. They talk about the Scots-Irish um, living in Appalachia. And there's an entire book that ends up covering a little bit of that and Rage Across Appalachia. But, again, it's not deep enough. And there's 72 pages here. We could have gotten a deeper look here than we did in a way that was quality. And I just don't feel like uh, it really... Dug into there enough. There are um, five ready-to-play characters. I'll be honest; none that sh- that leap out at me and go, "Ooh, this is great." Instead, I think they're more of the same that I've already mentioned. Uh, the uh, The uh, major NPCs that are presented here. Okay, some interesting story hooks if you wanted to tie into some um, some historical, but also um, provide some more recent hooks. Honestly, if I was going to run a a game that included a lot of story about the Fianna, I would touch more on Bronmach Fionn, who is the Ar-Rai or the king of Dublin and the king of all of the Fianna. He's the leader of the tribe who is, um, depending on the book you're referencing, either married to or in love with a she- Lady, And that love becomes problematic when she disappears, and then he goes on a quest to find her, and he disappears. And I think there's something there that's interesting. If you want to play in on the ties to the Fair Folk and the Fianna, that's a story i'm more interested in than the fianna and the struggle story that that's being presented here so i don't know i still don't love it i don't i still don't love that this is the tribe on some level that gets connected to changelings i get it i understand why it's pretty obvious if you look at changeling a lot of the source myths do come from ireland and that makes some sense for them to have that you know fey connection but again it's just not strong storytelling to me. It doesn't give me enough hooks to link into and latch onto and want to tell a story from. the. If I were to tell an, uh, a Fianna story, I think I would lean in on a couple of different things. The first hook suggestion that I would potentially lean into is a... 1800s era or Wild West era Fianna game set in Boston, where the characters are recently changed. They've recently gone through their first change, all either while on transportation from Ireland during the potato famine, or right after they arrived in the U.S., and It gives them an opportunity to, one, explore the United States and explore um, the new country that they're in at the same time as learning how to be Garu and what that might mean. And I'd make this uh, two layers of a story. One that connects to the issues with colonization and settlerism but also ties into a sense of trying to find oneself within that. Um, I wouldn't I don't think I would want to set that up with the you know those Garou are trying to take over cairn from the um, the bane tenders or the ice hearts. I don't think I would lean into that. I, I don't think that would be a story I would love to tell. But that said, um, I could see someone running that and if they could run it well, it could be a good story as well. Again, touching on elements of colonization and some of the difficulties surrounding that. The other story I might tell with the Fianna is a, an artifact recovery story. I would look at them and say, okay, you know, you are connected, potentially, the White Howlers. And there was an artifact that the White Howlers had that was actually a gift from one of the Fianna legends uh, time, time long ago. And... There are rumors that it is hidden or it might be hidden within a hive in a certain part of northern England or just say northern Scotland or maybe northern England, depending on, you know, how you wanted to set that up. And then I would make that a mystery story where those Fiona have to, you know, dig up information, they have to do some research and they have to be much more careful than the tribe is presented as being a lot of the time, with the goal of, of all of that being that they would be careful and be digging into this so that they would find this artifact and then have it actually just be an entire trap from the Black Spiral Dancers who are looking to kill this powerful, you know, uh, pack of, of Fianna. Probably the the last story that I would consider running for the Fianna is one for Australia or New Zealand, where these Geru are... You know, they're born and raised in uh, in Australia. We'll just say Australia as opposed to New Zealand. Some of the New Zealand story lines could be cool too, but focus on Australia. You know, they're from Sydney, or from they're from Melbourne, perhaps, and uh, they are supposed to uncover corruption of pentex doing drilling in the outback and there are shades of the bunyip story being played out there uh, and rumors of the spirits of the bunyip you know being in the umbra you know around this mining operation or this drilling operation and the Fiona have to be careful with how they address it because they want to of course destroy the Pentex facility but they want to find out about these spirits as well and if they happen to actually be you know lost bunyip perhaps find ways to return them to the world after doing so um, or if they're corrupted have to destroy them sadly so those would be potentially, the three hooks that I would throw out for using with this tribe. All in all, Tribe Book Fiona, first edition, I would skip it. But if you wanted to get a copy of it, you can get it in Litany of the Tribes, Volume 2, and that is an option um, if it's something you wanted to dig into. So that's been my review or my rant about Fiona Tribe Book. So... I hope you um, always know that you can send comments, questions, and concerns to me via email or post on Facebook. And you can come hang out with me, if you'd like, at HLGCon, which is in Atlantic City, October 12th through the 14th. That's You can find more information about that on www.hlgcon.com. And you can also go to the Storyteller's Vault and purchase my uh, Wild West werewolf story, Welcome to Purgatory. And I hope you have a wonderful day and that you keep raging and fighting against the worm.
0: Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts? Or just media in general that deals with your favorite white wolf role-playing games? Have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one stop shop for people to view. share media involving games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by!